the French first staked their territorial claim in North America under the realm of King Francis I, starting with the voyage of Giovanni da Verrazzano in 1524 and the voyages of Jacques Cartier in the 1530s. Verrazzano cruised the east coast of what is now the United States and Canada, and a few years later, Cartier made the first of three trips to the New World. On his first voyage in 1534, Cartier explored Newfoundland, the Gaspé Peninsula, and the Gulf of St. Lawrence, which he hoped might lead to a northwest passage through the North American landmass to China and its trade riches. During his first trip, Cartier and his men planted a cross on the Gaspé Peninsula, claiming the region for France. But the French had encounters there with the inhabitants already on the land, the Micmacs and the Iroquois. Cartier returned again the next year, and this time he went up the St. Lawrence, where he visited the Iroquois villages of Stadacona and Hotelaga, located on the sites of Quebec City and Montreal respectively. Both are strategic locations on the river, with Quebec at the point where the river narrows, with a commanding promontory on the northern bank, and Montreal at the point where the river has a major set of rapids preventing further ascent without portages. At the request of the king, Cartier made a third voyage to Canada in 1541, but his attempt to plant a colony on the St. Lawrence River with settlers miscarried. Due to violent religious conflicts and power struggles in France between Catholics and Protestants, Huguenots, the French crown was unable to follow up on Cartier's discoveries until the early 17th century. In 1604, the French tried to establish a colony on an island in the St. Croix River, the present-day boundary between the Maine and New Brunswick, but that effort only lasted one hard winter. Seeking out a better place, they removed the next year to Port Royal on the Annapolis Basin, a large ocean inlet in what is now Nova Scotia. Attacked by an English force in 1613, this was abandoned and then reoccupied later by the French, to be held onto by the French until another war with the English in 1710. In the meantime, a French settlement farther away from further possible English attacks and nearer to what was still thought might well be a passage leading to the Orient was established at Quebec in 1608. Quebec became the capital of New France, and shiploads of French settlers slowly arrived. Small farming settlements spread out along the St. Lawrence River, east and west of Quebec as well. The main figure in the successful French colonization of Canada was Samuel de Champlain, who had also participated in the voyages that looked along the Atlantic coast for a suitable French place to settle. In fact, establishing a trading post and settlement at Quebec was his idea, due in part to the fact that by the early 17th century, the Iroquois village of Stadacona had mysteriously disappeared. Champlain was also the man who made friends with many of the Algonquin-speaking Indian tribes, an important factor that enabled the French to hold on to their colony for as long as they did by offsetting in wars the advantage in population enjoyed by the English colonies along the eastern seaboard. At the highest point of Quebec overlooking the rivers where Champlain had built a fort in 1620, there is now a large bronze statue of him flanked by cannons honoring his achievements. Quebec remained small during its time as a French possession, existing as little more than a large village and it had just 8,000 inhabitants at the time of its conquest by the British in 1759. Initially, the settlement occupied a narrow strip next to the river where the port was located, and this lower town was where merchants had their shops and warehouses, particularly for the fur trade and beaver pelts that became New France's economic mainstay. 
along with the activities and employment attendant on being a seat of government for the colony. Quebec became a base of missionary efforts by the Jesuits, directed at the Indians. An upper town developed with the growth of government and the needs of the church for building space. A Swedish traveler, Peter Kalm, described his impressions of Quebec on his visit in 1749. Quebec lies on the western shore of the St. Lawrence, close to the water's edge, on a neck of land bounded by that river on the east side, and by the river St. Charles on the north side. The mountain on which the town is built rises still higher on the south side, and behind it begin great pastures. And the same mountain likewise extends a good way westward. The city is distinguished into the lower and the upper town. The lower lies on the river, eastward of the upper. The neck of land mentioned before was formed by the dirt and filth which had from time to time been accumulated there, and by a rock which lay that way, not by any gradual diminution of the water.